Happy August 1st, everybody. That's right. It is August 1st. The summer is kind of half gone. I guess this is the marker. And I know a lot of people are heading back to school or are in school already in the South, particularly in some out west and I and, and southwest obviously with all the heat I hope everybody's okay with that it seems to have broken down I wish everybody a good school year as you start to think about going back or have gone back and for all of you maybe in the midwest and certainly in the east it's still got another good month to go post Labor Day so we'll see what happens but uh, everybody have a good time hey my name is Larry Jacobs this is pre-k 12 education talk radio which is the voice of the American consortium for equity in education and everything we do is over at ace-ed.org, A-C-E-D.org. Everything is free for educators. And I just got word today that the new issue of our magazine, Equity and Access, has just been put up on site, ace-ed.org. So check it out. Uh, my Apple our editor and publisher, I think, did a beautiful job. I haven't even seen it yet. So I uh, just saw a little bits and pieces of it. So I hope you go over and enjoy it again. Everything's free at ace-ed.org. We'll archive this uh, podcast there as well. And also, we have our Excellence in Equity Awards program, and you'll see a link over there. Uh, Please go over, check it out. Everything's free for educators again. And it's a chance to honor you, your colleagues, your school, the companies you work with, etc. Please check it all out. Go over, see what we're doing. It's a lot of fun. We dedicate a whole issue to all the wonderful people and companies and services that win. But we do that later. Right now is the voting. So please go over and submit a nomination or two or three or four, whatever. All right. And again, ace-ed.org. And if you want to get in touch with me, it's Larry at ace-ed.org. Okay. Feel free to give me ideas or complain or whatever you want to do. I will get back to you. Larry at ace-ed.org. Just as I have always gotten back to my good buddy, Christopher Brocky. Chris is here. Uh, today calling in from magnificent Downers Grove, Illinois, where he is the English department chair at Downers Grove North High School. And he also works for a company called uh, Novak Education as a consultant, a senior education consultant. The one, the only, ladies and gentlemen, a huge round of applause. Give it up for That's not going to happen, Chris. Okay, Chris Brown. <laughs> Here, wait Larry, it is so good to hear your voice, buddy. Thanks, yeah, buddy. I, I, that, that sounds like a yeah. huge round of applause, and I love yeah, it. I had to, sh- I had to um, shut down yeah. the mics in the audience because it's, it's just too loud. I, I love it. I got a little, yeah. I got a curveball for you today, though. I'm actually calling in from Bismarck, North Dakota, um, on the road doing a <laughs> keynote later today about uh, student self-directed learning. So I'm in where? a Baymont Inn overlooking. Um, I have so many questions. Where are you going to give a keynote? What's the event? So it is the North Dakota Council of Teachers of English, so their state affiliate oh, for nice. NCTE. Um, yeah, they, they reached out to me about uh, talking about self-directed learning, and that's a, a big passion of mine. My class that I teach is, is self-directed, and it actually mm-hmm. intersects kind of nicely with um, the stuff we're going to talk about today, actually. Uh, so, yeah, I, it was nice to be able to, to, to get this scheduled with you here this morning and chat a little bit, and oh, then uh, later on the afternoon I'll be doing that. Yeah. Well, that's going to be great. Did you fly up from Chicago, or did you drive? It's a beautiful drive. It, you know, I flew to Fargo and then Fargo. drove across west to, to Bismarck, uh, which the first half of that drive looked like I was just driving, you know, down central Illinois. Uh, <laughs> but the second half, as I got closer to Bismarck, 
quite some yeah. beautiful undulation out here in, in Bismarck. I, I've been pleasantly yeah. uh, surprised. And, um, you know, after the keynote today, I've got a Q&A session, and then I'm going to go kind of explore the town a little bit. You, you should. You should. I've never, I've never been out there, but I've heard nice things about it. And um, yeah. I think it's pretty cool. Nice people out there in North Dakota. I've done a lot of school districts out there and worked with Kirsten uh, Baszler, yeah. their uh, chief state school officer out there. And uh, it's really, it's really cool. So enjoy. It's a place a lot of people never get, including myself, never get a chance to actually get to. Okay, kind of like where I live, you know, Maine. Although mine's a little more vacation land. You know, it's out of the way, so yeah. to speak. I hate to say that. Do a nice and uh, so enjoy it. It's my been a, yeah. I I will. It's been a fun summer. I've been in Arkansas a few times. Uh, you know, Ooh. working with some schools and uh, just you know. Yeah, just traveling around and, and trying to help education the best I can, quite frankly. Well, you do a good job. Were you traveling around? What, why were you traveling around? What were you doing? And I know, and you feel free to talk about Novak Education if that's where this goes. And we're going to, by the way, yeah, we're going to be talking that, about creating is, truly inclusive classrooms. Okay, absolutely. which is what so that, no, that Novak is, does. So, yeah, go ahead, talk about it. I know you're working with them as an education yeah, consultant. Happy I like to, that. Yeah. yeah it's been fantastic. It's been a, about a year and a half now or so that I've been a senior consultant uh, with Novak Ed. Uh, I mean, that gets me working super closely with just the most amazing team of educators, including nice. uh, Katie Novak herself, who I think she's on like book like 13 or something like that that's been published. I want to meet her. I want to meet her. You're going to hook I, me up with her. I'll bring I'll bring her on the show. I'll, I will bring yeah. her on the show. We will, yeah. we will we'll do an episode with Katie. She's fantastic. Yeah. I want you to send me it, your it, email it, too. Send me your email. I'll send I will. You the show and all that and, stuff. It, yeah. it, here here's the thing, Larry. Like I think Talk you know you it. know me somewhat well as a pretty high energy yeah. guy. Katie makes me look like <laughs> I'm sleeping. She has so much energy. It, it's fantastic. Um, like a Star Trek yeah, episode. I, I, Essentially, it's it's something along yeah. those lines, and, and yeah. yeah. So I've been in Arkansas, I don't know, three different times this summer, uh, really just working with uh, districts and like essentially uh, like offices of education slash co-ops uh, to help teachers better understand how their classrooms and their buildings can be more inclusive. Uh, that's what we're trying to do, and we do it through a lot of lenses. You know, sometimes it's about instruction, sometimes assessment, sometimes the social emotional learning, sometimes all of it. But at the end of the day, we're just trying to say, you know what, um, if, if we're not taking every single kid's needs into account as much as we can, as often as we can, we're, we're going to be falling short. And uh, that's, that's kind right. of what we're trying to do. That's right. And you know what I find interesting about it? You're in North Dakota today. You were, you were talking about Arkansas a minute ago. Both of those are fairly conservative states, if I may. And it's, it's so and, – and, and I, I hate – there's always these stereotypes about red, blue, and all that sort of thing. Yep, but it just yep. goes to show you, you know, where, you know, every teacher, every educator wants every kid to learn. You know, it's that simple. Yeah. And uh, so, so the school yeah. districts in Arkansas, the teachers up in the North Dakota, uh, Alabama, California, it doesn't matter, Maine, where I am, you know, you can't stereotype this kind of sort of stuff. Everybody wants every kid to learn. It makes for a good, a good yeah. time. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Larry, and I'll, I'll, you know, shout out to the the Arkansas State Department of Education. Okay. Uh, I mean, they are, you know, they're they're working hard on being more inclusive, and and I think they're aware that they've got they work are. to do, but they're but they're doing the work and they're putting the money there. They they just uh, made an agreement with um, I forget the exact company, but it's a, a, um, a, a, a tech company that does uh, like t- um, takes uh, written text and makes it audible. 
and mm-hmm. um, okay. every kid is getting access to that the entire school year, state funding nice. at, the, at the state level. Like, I mean, like that's that's what we talk about, right? Like, you, it's one thing to say, like, yeah, we're we're going to bring in a consultant or we're going to bring in someone <laughs> to like talk with our teachers for a day, right? And I'm well aware that like that's not the most perfect model, but they're following it through with like, and here's the tools to support this work. And so, like, I mean, hats off to them, quite frankly. Absolutely, absolutely. They're big in the science, Mr. English teacher. They're they're big in the science of reading, right? Yeah, absolutely. They, I mean, that's that's what they're looking at, and but they also realize that like you can't have you know the science or the art of reading if if the kid can't read, but if a kid can listen, um, you know that's a barrier that we can remove to to, to helping a kid. You know, and it doesn't replace the need to to actually like, learn how to decode and. And, and comprehend, but, um, you know, as we'll get into maybe a little bit here in today's show, yeah. you know, educators, not by choice or, or by, you know, desire, but we put barriers in the ways of kids being their, their optimal self. And I think that's what we're trying to do is how do we get rid of those? That's right. And on that note, I want to swing into this. And as I say, keep talking and you know, feel free to talk about your relationship with Novak. Uh, and I know you do this, Chris, because you're always thinking about this, okay? Um, at Downers Grove and wherever you go, okay, we we want the classrooms to be inclusive. And inclusive these days, and this is one of the big things with Novak and you, is, is UDL, Universal Design for Learning. And that that works, okay? It's that simple. If you if you make something work for everybody, it works for everybody, okay? It's so obvious. It's disgusting, okay? But it, it is obvious, all right, if it works. And you also com- threw into this, into your classes, and I assume you're doing it up and down this Grove North, is, you know, SEL, which is really important these yeah. days, okay? And just, you know, and you're, you're working for a company that, that that's meshing with what you like. Okay, you know, besides the, the high school, you're working as a consultant at Novak. So, um, just talk about okay, where how did you see you know an inclusive classroom, an equity-based classroom, if I may? All right, and and then throw the uh, UDL and SEL into it because sometimes people say to themselves, "Oh, well, I'm a teacher, I don't have the time to add." SEL, I don't have the background to add you deal, whatever the case may be, you know, but, and, and as a matter of fact, once you start to get behind the definitions and all that, there, it, there is, there are ways to do that. And the effort you put into it pays off in the long run. I'm stealing your thunder here. You go ahead. Talk to me, talk to us about all this. Yeah. I mean, that, that one question could take up the rest of this podcast. Yeah, I know. Frankly, it could take up the rest um, of your life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, let me, let me tell you a smidge about my journey. So, you know, uh, I'm I working, you know, with, with Novak Ed now in addition to, you know, my role at Downers North. Um, but my, I didn't realize that I had universally designed my classroom until I started talking to Katie Novak about it. I, 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 here's what I ended up doing, Larry. I woke up one summer and said, okay, education as a field has a boatload of inequalities. No one's going to argue that, right? I mean, that is undoubtedly true. Unfortunately, very few of those inequalities are directly in the control of the classroom teacher. I don't think anyone's going to argue that either. That is correct. However, what I did realize is that one of the biggest inequalities in education is in the hands of the classroom teacher, and that's the assigning of homework. I don't think there's a bigger inequality that the teacher has direct control over than assigning homework and making it mandatory, right? Like you need to do this tonight in order to be successful tomorrow. Like 
whew, man, I, I, you know, I, I was that teacher for years. So I'm not here to criticize, right? But I had that moment where I said, something about this doesn't feel right. And so I woke up one, one summer about six years ago and said, like, I want to get rid of homework in my classroom. But it turns out you can't just, like, get rid of homework and do everything else the way you had done things, right? It just doesn't work like that. I mean, it required a complete overhaul of my class. And without realizing it, what I was doing was university designing my class and building in all of the SEL skills that, like, the CASEL framework talks about. I just had no clue I was doing that. I was just trying to do what good by kids, I thought, you know, and um, started. Right, wait, wait, you got to get, get into the weeds a little bit on this, okay? Okay, Cause all I, right. I, I'm, yeah, because the elimination of homework, the way you're explaining it, the yeah. educator, okay, doesn't necessarily mean UDL and SEL, okay? And yeah. put, put those things together. In other words... What 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 actually happened? And I love the fact that you were the homework. Who the hell needs that? Okay. And uh, yeah. I, I just I just I just don't like like it. And I stupid. Okay. But I'm, I'm going to get into yeah. that right now. But 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 UDL jumping that leap into UDL because you eliminate yeah. homework doesn't make sense at this point. Please speak. And also, okay. if you're driving, make sure you keep your eyes on the road. Now I'm, I'm safely in my hotel. I came in late last night. Oh, good. Night, okay. So I'm good. Good. Here. Good. 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 Uh, okay. So yeah, I, I'm glad you kind of push at that because it's become so yeah. ingrained for me that you know I'll need to exactly. Exactly. That exactly. That's but, why I'm here, Chris. You know, that's why I'm here. <laughs> you, you, you do a great job at your job, sir. You and too, I appreciate buddy. you for it. Yeah. Thanks. So I mean, what I started thinking about was okay, if I'm not going to sign homework, I have less control. And I, I, I think I truly do mean the word control with both positive and negative connotations um, over how fast students do or don't work on things for, I mean, the most like basic way to phrase that. And so I was like, well, then how do I like, how do I make sure that everyone's getting done what they need done at the times that I need that done? And then I was like, well, okay, then that, that brought the next question. Do, do I need them to be done all at the same time? When we think about universal uh, design, like uh, not all students mm-hmm. need to be doing the same thing at the same time. Mm-hmm. So then it Got became it. like, well, it, really changing a mindset on, on education in terms of it being, think about the duration with which you have your students. Your goal should be ideally mastery of your core standards by the end of the, the, that time period, be that a semester, be that a year. And, you know, if some students are able to master all those standards earlier than that, fantastic. You know, if some students need up until the very last day, fantastic. And so what ended up happening in this most like pure sense of a university design classroom that ended up building, again, didn't realize, I, I would have not used that term UDL when I was doing this work to start. I, uh, I eliminated all deadlines except for the last week of the semester. Uh, I moved to standards-based grading uh, because yeah. I no longer cared about, like, what percentage you got on an assignment. I cared more about, like, did you know the standard or not? Like, were you able to do what, mm-hmm. what I was asking you to mm-hmm. do? And, then, mm-hmm. and it was just really simple, one or zero. Yes, you do or no, you don't. And if you don't, let's keep working on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and essentially, you know, with, with the homework thing, I said to myself, like, here's how this is going to play out. If you show up to class 
most days, of course, you're going to be sick a few days or take a personal day kind of thing. Like, but, but like, if you're here most of the time, and most of the time that you're here, you're working most of the time, you will be able to master all the standards for this class mm-hmm. without doing homework. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, and what I say to the kids every single time is any day you show up and choose not to work on this class, which is totally fine, you just know that you owe English 50 minutes. You owe, you owe me 50 minutes somewhere in your day, your life, your, your month, your, your, wherever it might be. <laughs> um, you know, the best story I can tell about that in terms of how smart kids are, Larry, and how much we don't allow them to do this sort of thing. And one of my favorite stories of, of my entire career, and I'm in uh, starting year 20 here uh, this upcoming fall. Good for fall. you, Chris. So this, Congrats. Thanks, man. So, so this student starts falling behind. And falling behind is a relative term if you don't have due dates, right? So, like, you say to the student, hey, you're falling behind. You're like, well, am I? Because you said there are no due dates. And it's like, okay, we, we got to play this game, which we do. And I said, you know, if this were traditional class, you're, like, three units behind right now. And the student looked at me and said, you know, Chris, well, Mr. Bronchi, you know, yeah. I've got this figured out. <laughs> I said, okay, tell, tell me what's your plan. And we were about a week away from the, the Thanksgiving break. And this student said to me, I found out recently that we have family staying with us for Thanksgiving that I cannot stand. I just, I, I don't like them, but they're staying with us and such is life. I'm like, okay. So, you know, Mr. Bronte, you've been emailing home and telling my parents that I'm like really starting to fall behind, which I've been playing into. And I was like, okay, tell me more. So, <laughs> it, I think I know where this I is told going. My parents, Let's go ahead. Yeah. I'm using, yeah, like I'm using, like I, she, she told the student said to me, I've told my parents, no, 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 don't worry about it. I'm going to use Thanksgiving break to get caught up. Exactly. And that student yeah. literally used Thanksgiving break to keep herself in her bedroom, That's not ha- interact, like interact with the family she didn't like. And she produced like all, like yeah. she got caught up plus, got ahead um, on her own terms. Just by mm-hmm. not wanting to interact with family. And it's like, I mean, that's a, you know, crazy extreme example. But like that No, it isn't actually. Is, I like the know, example. I, I like the example. And, you know, I have to say, Chris, one of the funny things about that is, you know, you're an English teacher, so you like English. Okay. I was a history teacher, so I like history. All right. But, not, but, but you don't have to like history because right. I like history, but you're stuck in my class. Okay. And I'm going to teach yep. history. Okay. So to speak for, uh, you know, the next 50 minutes, all right? Uh, but not everybody likes history. And that's one of the things that teachers have to learn, okay? These kids are going to go out there yeah. in the real world. They're not going to be devoted to history like I was or, or, or worried about the, yeah. uh, to kill a mockingbird, okay, when they're older, okay? They might, but they might not, yeah. okay? And, and no. when you design just, as you said, when you design to, to present to them, Okay, and let them create their own learning situation. Okay, and as long as they're meeting some standard, which, as you said, is the way to do it, you know, you're really educating right then. You are really educating right then. It's 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 just a. What do you think of my statement there? Yeah, I mean, one thousand percent. You know, like if you look at the castle framework. Um, yeah. You know, you could look at the castle, you know, those, there's like that, that uh, you've probably seen it, that like circle graphic that castle of has with yeah. the five skills, like sure. self-awareness, you know, collaboration, self-management. Like, you know, we all like say we want students to have those skills, 
But generally speaking, and I'm going I'm to, you know, generalize here, and I'm, 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 I'm speaking to the macro level, like the way the system teaches doesn't provide students pathways to learn, practice, acquire, refine those skills. It's, you know, right. you will learn it this way on my timeline due by this date. Well, what, where's the self-management there? Where's the self-awareness right. there? It's not, you know? And so, like, actually, you know, I worked with That's an instructional exactly right. coach, you know, six, six, seven years ago when I revised my classroom like this, and, you know, she phrased it perfectly. She goes, essentially, Chris, when I hear you talk, she goes, what I'm hearing you say is that you want more pathways for students to be able to project manage. And I was like, hell yes. Like, that phrase is perfect, right? Like, we don't yeah. give kids that opportunity, you know? And it doesn't have to be as macro as mine, right? Like, I give them the entire semester. But even within a unit, you could say, hey, by, you know, September 10th, you've got to have all of X, Y, or Z done. Go. And you decide how you're going to do it, you know? Because, yeah. um, you know, the, the thought of turning over an entire semester to a student it, it is overwhelming. I get that. Well, and yet, and you know, I have you to know, say, I, 20 years ago, wait, 20 years ago, you learned how to be a teacher. No, no, excuse me, you went to education school. You learned how to be a teacher over the 20 years. Okay, yeah. you know what I mean. Okay, I said that wrong. I do. But my, yeah, but no, you know I what I mean. It. And yeah, and the point is, you know, things have changed in the last 20 years, especially the last 20 years. Just look at social media as an as an example of that. Okay. And if we don't change the way we teach, we're going to lose kids, okay? And you, it, it's just it, it, we have to keep them engaged and alert, okay, whether they like English or not, okay? Because what yeah. you do, Chris, and whatever English – I'll use English because you're an English teacher. What every English teacher does, okay, you have to keep alive the love of learning. They don't have to memorize the yeah. paragraphs of, uh, of uh, the mill and the floss. The worst book in the world, yep. by the way. My teacher's baby. <laughs> right? Which brings up, I, I have to say this. You know, one of the things back in the old days, the, the, the teacher made us read The Mill on the Floss, I think by George Sand. Okay? Or George Eliot, one of those Georges. Probably the worst book possible. It was given to us because it was one of the few books that were had 30 copies in the stock room, I guess, when she looked. Yeah. But my, my, <laughs> right. my point is, my point is, Okay, that an English teacher's job is like every teacher's job is to teach a love of learning. Okay, and you're not going to do that with artificial deadlines and 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 and, nope. and homework for the sake of homework. But if you do what you're yeah. doing, okay, if you take this all into consideration, if I may, learning holistically, okay. Yeah. You know, that's that's what the kid is going to remember. They're not going to remember what so-and-so did in Mill on the Floss. Believe me, they will never remember that. But they'll remember, you know, and you know what I'm saying. Larry, yeah. yeah, I do. And Larry, like, and that's why I love universal design for learning, right? Because at yeah. its core, yeah. there, there are two, like, well, there are probably maybe three, but I'll, I'll, I'll flag like two <laughs> big phrases that we like to use, right? Like, like one is, you know, firm goals, flexible needs. So at, at the end of the day, the goal doesn't change. We're not lowering the standards to make things, quote, easier for kids. The goal is the goal, right? And we should be providing flexible means for the kids to get there. Yes, like, exactly. That, I mean, exactly. That, that's what we're trying to do. 
And, and then, you know, to, to build off of, you know, more directly to your, you know, comment there about, like, not necessarily about this book or that book, like, Universal Design for Learning's ultimate goal isn't that kids become content experts because, you know what, like, exactly. we hope they become exactly. a content, we hope they become a content expert in something, like, wherever their passion takes them. But at the end of the day, we want them to be expert learners. Like, that's the phrase, right? Like, UDL believes all students, if we remove barriers correctly, as the system and as the classroom teacher, all students can be expert learners, which means they've learned how to learn. And if they've done that, like, that, that's exactly life, right. Like, exactly. you know, I, I use I use the metaphor even with my students because I, I'm okay with sharing this. Like, I, I am a massive, massive wine researcher, and I've even done a little bit of like writing and consulting in the wine world. And I share that with students because research never, like, it shouldn't ever leave us, right? Like fantasy football is one of the biggest industries in the entire world. Sports betting is right. one of the biggest industries in the world. That takes more research than, I mean, I can't keep up with it, which is why I've stopped playing, quite <laughs> frankly. <laughs> like, well, the Bears, know, like, let, me, let me save you a little bit of aggravation. The Bears probably aren't going to do so well this year, so we'll just move on from there. Well, that would be a whole other podcast, Larry, because I think I would, I would debate you on that one here. But that's, Sorry, you know, Neither here nor there. Yeah. But, like, yeah. adults research their passions. And you know right. what? They so do. should teenagers. <laughs> so should elementary students. Like, that's life. <laughs> And so when we try to, when we, when we make a shift to thinking about the purpose of education as being creating expert learners by removing barriers, everything changes, or at least it should. I, I agree. And by the way, I hate, to, I hate to break the podcast into this thought, but I honestly believe, I, I think the Lions are going to take the division this year. I believe they're I up to the covers. That's, I agree. It's a fun Talk about to universal watch. design I, I, for learning. Let's have something help them over the years, for God's sakes. They, okay. they could use a little support. They, they finally yeah, they could. Even from a so. Chicago, <laughs> they could use a little support. Rogers is going, and I, 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 I got friends with the Vikings. So I, I really think it's going to be the Lions <laughs> this year. Okay. Um, you know, when, what are you going to talk about today with the, with the North Dakota English teachers? What's the, what's the subject today? Yeah, so it's this idea of self-directed learning. Um, mm-hmm. So kind of, you know, I mean, this all falls, you, you can't have successful self-directed learning if you aren't teaching the, the capital framework and mm-hmm. focusing on SEL and, 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 and universal design. But what, what I like about what I'm going to share today um, is that there's a difference between self-paced and self-directed learning in my mind. Um, I like that. And both are valuable. Both are very valuable. Like self-paced learning is a step up from the traditional classroom. And I use traditional kind of in quotes, but I think we all know what it kind of means, right? Mm-hmm. So self-paced would be like, you know, you, you have X amount of days to, to get done Y amount of work, which is awesome, right? I, I, you know, I, I've often said to my students, no one knows your schedule better than you. You know, and, mm-hmm. and like to that kid who wanted to work over Thanksgiving break, like fantastic. Like, I mean, I'm working on my, uh, my my dissertation right now, actually, Larry. And you know what? I'm putting off a lot of work to Labor Day weekend where I'm going to sit there and work for probably 40 hours over three days. Are you because doing that's the schedule that works for, for me. Chris, are you doing a dissertation for a doctor? I am, yes. I will be. I'm, I'm all but dissertation right now and hoping to defend in uh, mid to late October. So 
that's great. That's great. Congratulations. Uh, I don't. I don't know where you're going, but had you come to the University of Larry, we have a we have a hundred and forty character thesis, and that's all you need to do. It's done on Twitter. I would have given you, know, you your doctor. I'll, I'll give it to you now. You don't even have to sub. Doctor Doctor Bronchi. It sounds good, man. Here's the fun thing, Larry. It's going to be doctors. Bronchi, as uh, yeah. Ms. Kristen Goodman Bronchi, my wonderful wife, um, her, yes. is also working on her dissertation. She's well ahead of me. She's ready to defend, <laughs> actually, I think, today. But we made an agreement we would defend on the same day just for fun. Uh, Wait a minute. Are so you guys going to the same school? If you weren't going to the same school, you are. could have just written one dissertation and thrown that to the other one, you know? <laughs> That's some good thinking right. there. I, yeah. I mean, you know, we have very a little different too interests late. in our research. But yeah, yeah a little too late. No, we're, we're both at uh, Northern <laughs> Illinois University. Shout out to, to Northern Illinois University. They're, there you go. Um, their EDS <laughs> program, EDD program, super focused on like tangible contributions to the field as part of the dissertation, which has been look really, really cool. I know we're like way off on a tangent now, but holy cow. That's all right. Um, I need to give, give that quick shout out. But to, to circle back for, for a second to your original question about the, the, yeah. the, the keynote today, the self-directed versus self-paced, right? So again, like self-paced, everyone has to do the same thing, but they get to choose by when they finish it. Where like self-directed is you've got flexible deadlines and you've got multiple ways to learn. Like in UDL, we say like, you know, multiple means of engagement, right? Like it's not just Mm -hmm. one pathway to learning this topic because we don't learn that way. Like not every student learns the same way. And so, you know, like what I'm going to, I'm going to show some examples from my classroom where I'll use this. I use this often in like in my talks, like my lesson on like plot structure during our narrative unit, like it has like seven different resources. Like it's got two TED talks. It's got like three blogs. It's got a couple of visuals. And students can explore those as they see fit to then just, you know, try to learn more about like how, why, and what about plot structure matters for them, you know, as an eventual creator of a plot structure. So I'm trying to get teachers to understand that, you know, a first step forward is self-paced, like just give students some flexibility within in the timeline. And then ideally, let's move to self-directed where we give them lots of options on how they learn that material. Um, and then ideally, even more so, Larry, if we're going like to the fullest extent, like how they demonstrate that they've learned it, right? So, you know, this mm-hmm. example of plot mm-hmm. structure, you know, my students can write me a paragraph, they can send me a flip grid, they can come talk to me one-on-one. <laughs> options, like just options, man. Like that, I guess, but there's your summation for this podcast. Hashtag options. <laughs> you know, I'll give you a story, Chris. When I used to, uh, well, I at one point in my career, I was uh, the vice president of a large publishing house uh, in the healthcare publishing, and I hate doing math. And the accountant, the CFO, <laughs> kept saying, kept saying to me, "Give me the sales and commission uh, uh, proposal for next year." And he wanted it on a sheet of papers. All these papers he gave me, I never did it. Okay, and fine. He said, "What's going on with Larry? I can't get him to answer this." He goes, "They they said uh, somebody said to him, listen, okay, don't ask Larry to put it on paper. Just go in, talk to him, and ask him for the numbers, and write down yeah. what he tells you.' And, and and he did that without telling me, of course. 
I just sat down and said, yeah, well, Joe will make about uh, 45000 in commission. Uh, Eddie will make about sixty thirty thousand. 30000 Okay. And I was, you know, very close, as close as I would have been as I, if I had put it on paper. Yep. Okay. But I, my point is it's options. It's options. Yep. You know, had he been a jerk and said, I must have this on paper, he'd still be waiting for it. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, but I'm more you know, verbal than I am written, right. in that, and certainly with mathematics. And you gotta, you you gotta make way for that. That that's that's the way of the world, and everybody knows it. Teachers know it. You just gotta make sure you can do it. Everywhere you can use, the, you can use that anecdote today if you want. Use that anecdote today. I'm want. going to. Uh, you know, it, it, like Larry, like seriously, everywhere other than education, that's the case. Yeah, you, exactly. Like, I mean, like no one tells you how you have to do your taxes. You just yeah, have to have exactly. it done by a date. And Chris, you just said something that's real important. We, our goal is to make kids career ready, make them good citizens. Right. Okay, but make them career ready. All right. And the world yes. doesn't operate like a high school does. The world operates like no. the world does. Yeah. And we have to understand that. Yeah. It's I'm, very important. And you know, like <laughs> I want to, I want to say this too because you know, like you mentioned that, sure. and I wanna, the, the English side of me is going to come out for a quick second, right? <laughs> like you said, like you know, whatever book you you know hated, and I would probably have hated Mill it on too. Mill on the like, floss. But Mill on the yeah, floss. So, but like, here's the thing, Larry. Like, you know, when I work with the teachers in the department that I'm blessed enough to lead, because they are an amazing department. Donna's Grove North, North English North. Department. Shout out to yeah. all of you. You make my job so amazing. We talk with anyone who teaches 12th grade, so, you know, are, are about to graduate kids. I, like, I say to them, you do realize that whatever piece of fiction you put in front of them could conceivably be the last piece of fiction they ever read. Ah, well, ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? It's, wow. It's a reality, right? Yeah, and so sure if, as heck if is. If we're believers in something like fiction, we've got to start to think about what do kids want to read that might keep them reading? Because Milne the Floss ain't going to do that. Like, <laughs> if a kid's last experience in 12th grade is Milne the Floss or Silas yeah. Marner or, you know, Merchant of Venice, like, they're not going to wake up, you know, at 24 that's years they, old. And that's say, what they think. I that, think exactly I right. Book. That's what they think reading is. That, that, we Correct. make that mistake. That's what they think reading is. Okay? And yeah. Like you said, it's all about, it's all about options, buddy. We got to go. I love talking to you. Two things: good luck today, have fun, enjoy Bismarck. I don't know what the big food is there, but I try to find out what's can especially I, in Bismarck. Can I give a quick, like, ten second shout out to librarians? Given yes. that that statement that I just said, <laughs> man, librarians are awesome. Keep They're doing your work. Keep supporting kids in finding yep. ways to help them love reading because the work you do matters so much so i just wanted to make sure i plug that thank you for saying that i do appreciate that hopefully i'll hopefully i'll see you again soon here bud thanks buddy good luck today fly home safe congrats to you and chris on the uh on the the upcoming doctorates okay and they are upcoming appreciate it maybe we'll uh, both join you once we once we get them i would love that i would love that okay so have fun today chris good luck with the speech thank you cheers my man take care you too buddy bye Okay, well, Chris Bronke, and his wife's name's Chris, too. Christine Christopher, you get it, okay? And uh, 
Wow, such a good guest, right? And a good guy and a great educator. We'll archive the show at ace-ed.org. Want to get in touch with me? It's Larry at ace-ed.org. Everything we do over there is free. Check it all out. And I'm Larry Jacobs. Happy August.